The following shear has been presented by Hagoyin Rav Shalom Kamenetsky, Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivas Philadelphia, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. Meseches Bava Kama has been graciously dedicated by Rav Tzvi Reisman and family, Le'ilui Nishmas, his esteemed father, Harav Yehoshua Heschel Reisman, Zecher Tzadik Levracha. May the Torah studied through this volume be an Eloi to his neshama. To dedicate a daf, a perik, or an entire mesechta, please call 1-888-485-8223 or email info at thehalachacenter.org. The case, which is actually something which happens often, where a contractor, a Jewish contractor, brought his non-Jewish employees into the job, comes into a home, do the work, understand with a sense of trust, person who hired the contractor finds out that he's a trustworthy person, does the job well, and he brings his non-Jewish workers into the home. There's construction there, and because there's construction, the owner of the house has to leave at times, can't be there at the time of the scaffolding, the painting, and so on and so forth. Comes back and finds a number of items were missing, clearly stolen, by the workers. At this point, he's looking to go after his contractor. After all, he feels he had the liability. He takes responsibility for the workers he brings into the job. And therefore, he says, you owe me the money. The Gemara, seems at first glance to be relevant to the discussion. The Gemara tells us, when it comes to the Chiyuvim, that an owner has for his Amla ve'evid, Chazal say he seems to carry a liability. And the reason he doesn't is only because Shem Yakni Tenu Rabba V'yelech V'yadli G'disha Shal Chaveiroi. V'nimtzezem Mechayi V'esrabe Meya Mona B'chol Yoyim. It seems clear that the Baal, the Odoim, of the slave that he owns, would be liable for the damages that the slave incurs. But because of Xero, Shemayakni Tenerabba, his master will get him angry, Vyelich Vyadlik, Gdisha Shal Khaveiroi, he'll go and he'll kindle, he'll make a conflagration, he'll make a fire in the Godash of his friend, and he'll end up being Mikhaib, his master, every day. That's why Chazal say we can't hold the master liable for the Hazekis that his slave does. It would seem Mikufi, he could say, just like the master has the Achrayis to the damages the liabilities that the slave does, so too the contractor has the liabilities, carries the achrayas, the pay, for the damages that his workers do. However, it's clearly not the same. Here in the Gemara Abdalat, we're dealing with the din of Mom and Hamazik. We understand, although the Hezekas are done by a person, in Eved, Va'omar, Arbnei Odom, they also have Chiyuvei HaTayro. But the achrayas, the liability that the master has is because he owns this Evet. He owns this Ummah. Today we don't have the institution of slavery where we have an ownership of an Ummah of Evet. We have a Chrayistan. We have Poyalim. Although we have a concept of Yad Poyal, Kiyad Balabai is Domi. There are certain halachas where a Poyal is even stronger than a Shaliyah, than an agent of a Meshaleach. But that's all the Tikkunoi. That's all to do it for his benefit. But there are certain powers that, the, that, that empower a Poyal for the other. However, to go ahead and say 
that the liabilities, the damages done by the poil should hold the other chayiv. That's already a chiddush not included in the din of Yad Poil Yad Balabayis, and obviously not included in the din of Eved Va'oma that belong to the Bailin. So if that's the case, is there indeed any place for the liability of the, the damages, the, the Yenevis, or the Hazek is done by the workers, the non-Jewish workers in this case, of the contractor, to feel, to consider the contractor liable in Achroi for the damages done. There's an interesting mechaber. It says as follows. Reuven hired a young boy to be meshamish, to serve him. And Shima said, You could rely on this fellow. Rely on me for all payments to compensate for any losses that this nar, this young lad, will incur while he's in your home. Even though there was no Kenyan, there was no act of acquisition, no act of Kenyan to be Mechayev Shimon. Chayev, he nonetheless has the liability. Any condition when it comes to Schirus of hiring does not need an act of Kenyan. The words of the Mechaber are based on the Chuvis Arosh. It's Chuvis Klalal, if I say. But the words are difficult. What is it supposed to mean that we say the Cholt Naishabeschiris Einoi Tzorach Kenyan? What are we talking about? Reading the Mechaber at face value, he says, Shimon Socha Nar Lashamshay. He hired this young boy to work for him. That means the Schiris is taking place between Reuven and the Nar. Shimon stands, seems to be a standby. Nothing more than standing on the side, as a bystander telling us that this is a good man, you could rely on him. And not only that, if we'll make any losses, I'll cover those losses. That seems to have nothing at all to do with the schirus. It's a very difficult machaber. The Tzai dear explains that it's a Tzai Seifer. He explains, and indeed, if you look in the Tzai Sarosh, it's clear, that what happened is slightly different. Reuven Sacher Nar Mishimoin, not Nar L'Shamshay, but rather Nar Mishimoin. He rented or he hired the Nar from Shimoin. And the same Shimon that rented him, that gave him the rights over this nar of this young boy, was the same one that said in the deal, in the condition of rental and schirus, that he takes full achrayis to see to it that this boy will do the job, and he assumes the liabilities this boy will do. There it makes perfectly good sense to understand shekol tanai b'schirus This is a tanai b'schirus. There is a deal going on between Ruvain and Shimon. Shimon being the masker, Reuben being the seicher who's hiring this young boy. Shimon being the masker says, I'm giving this to you conditional that I accept the liabilities and the losses that may be incurred by the things that this fellow will do. Here we have the klal of kolt schirus And that's indeed why he's a mechuyib. We find a fascinating similar case, similar uvdit to this halacha, to this eschaivus, with the fact that it says, the Ramah paskins and simen kufayin involved very interesting halacha. This is Sif Memches where he says that there are a number of opinions that a person were to send a shaliach to do his asakim bechinam. Tell him, go do some business for me. And he takes him with his asakim. Vinitvas chayiv lifdoise. This fellow who on the way 
as a shliach, not more than an agent working for the mishaleach here, to go do his business as was captured, was taken. There's an achrayis that the mishaleach has to see to be paid to the shliach that he sent. And the language he uses is the hava alav kishoyel shechayiv ba'inson. Fascinating, it's as if he's a shoyel, as if he borrowed the shliach himself. He's like a shoyel of the shliach, and he has the liability of oinsen. So anything that happens, even if it's beyond the control, anything that happens to the shliach over here seems to be under the behest, under the achrayis of the mishaleach. Similarly, we understand the Ktsais is saying the same idea. Being that Ruvain rented this nar from Shimon, he has, so to speak, a bailus of sorts. He has, so to speak, an achrayis of sorts. Shimon that has the achrayis of sorts, now on the schefetz, that he has to cover all the liabilities that may come because of the nar. The Nesivas has a different mahalach and understanding what the mechaver means here. And he says that the chiv of Shimon is midin arvus. There's a certain amount of arvus and achrayis, a culpability that Shimon has accepted upon himself, and he can be mechaiv himself midin arvus. And he says that when Rosh says the words, it's only to understand, to give us understanding of why the din of Arvas is there at the time of Matan Mos. That's when the Arvas takes effect. Similarly, in our case here, this contractor comes into the job with his workers. And there's an understanding, a clear-cut understanding between the Balabais who has hired this contractor to work and the contractor himself that Chazu, take a look. I'm relying on you. I understand, says the, the Balabais, I'm relying on you to bring in workers that can be reliable, that can be responsible. And indeed, you bring those workers in here, you've accepted the responsibility for everything that they will do. From this Mechaber, it would be quite obvious, obvious <coughs> that the contractor does have a liability. Furthermore, in the course of the time working, as we understood before, there are points of time that the Balabais lives the ho- leaves the home. And because he leaves the home, the contractor does assume a certain amount of dinay shmira on the house. Now, understandably, on the house itself, leads us into the question whether there's a din shmira bechlau on karka. The house itself is karka. But the objects in the house, the carryables, understandably, are nichlau. And there's a clear understanding between the, the contractor and the balabais that when I leave the house, you assume a certain amount of responsibility for the shmira of the items in my house. The shmira includes the shmira from your workers. So as a shomer, you do have the responsibility to see to it that your workers should not steal. Yeah, that's the kind of a Christ you do have. As I said, we can't, we can deal with this whether or not there's a clear cut and explicit deal between the two of us, but we understand that even an unspoken deal, which is which is self-evident, will be sufficient to establish a yachas between the contractor and the balabais that has him responsible as a shaymer. Aside from that, we have a clause, a clause known as Shibuda de Rabnosan. Shibuda de Rabnosan, in the standard case, would be if Reuven owes Shimon money and Shimon owes Levi money, it comes, the halach is that Reuven owes the money directly to Levi. Generally we're talking about cases of halvo'o. But here we can just bring up the question whether we can invoke the klal of Shibuddha the Nasan here as well.
Let's explain. I, as the Balabayas, have I have the rights to go after those workers that indeed stole my objects. They owe me something. The contractor has an achrayis to pay money to his workers. That's their deal. With the klal of Shibunadir Abnasan, it may come out that the chiyuvim that the contractor has to his workers would translate as a chiyuv that he has to me. After all, his workers clearly have a chiyuv to me. And with Shibunadir Abnasan, the contractor would be chiyuv to me directly. This does raise a number of issues, however. Number one, we don't have a finger pointed at a specific contractor, a specific worker. We don't know which one of the workers stole. Can we invoke the Klal of Shibuladur Abnasan and say, you contractor, Mimonavshach, whatever the circumstances may be, but you do owe me money. Because it's clear that one of your workers stole. So although I can't point out which of your five workers stole the object, but through one of those workers, you do indeed owe me money. Number two, we have to be bearer. Here it's a case of wages and theft. The standard case of Shibuladur Abnasan is in the case of Halvo. Reuven lent money to Shimon, Shimon lent money to Levi, so Levi has the chiyuv to Reuven. It's all halvo. Here we're dealing with a case of theft, where the contractor is the one who owes wages to his worker, and the worker, Mitzacheni, is a thief, who has taken money from the Balabais. So we're not sure that we can apply the klal of Shibulad Nelson here, besides everything. The contractor is a yid, true. His workers, however, are non-Jews. And there too we have the Shaila whether there's the Klal of Shibuddha the Rabnasan that goes from a Jew through an Anju to the Balabais as well. So to use Shibuddha the Rabnasan to say that the contractor is liable for the Chiyuvim over here is questionable. Shem, however, would be, as we said before, would be Swara enough to say there's a certain amount of culpability that the contractor has as a Shemer, that under his behalf he was a Shemer for the Balabais. And therefore he carries the responsibility to the Balabais for things stolen under his, under his watch. And going back to the first point, it's very possible based on the Mechaber over there in Simen Shin Tezvov, that this cloud, either the Tzaisis Mahalach of its Tanai Beschirus because it was borrowed, or because of the Nekuda of Arvus as well, may very well be enough to say that the contractor is liable. So although... We can't compare the case of the contractor and his workers to Argumori here. As we mentioned, Argumori is talking about a Balabayas that owns an Eved Va'oma. And the discussion, the first few Blatim Bavakam is talking about Momen Amazik. The Achrayas that the Balabayas has to the Hazekas that his Momen does. Just like he's, obvi- he's obviously Chayiv. He's liable for the Hazekas that his Shur does. So too he's Chayiv over here for the Hazekas that his Eved Va'oma do. They are, after all, his mamay. Here, in the case of the contractor, the workers are not mamaynishal of the con- of the kablon, of the contractor, but there still may be a chiyuv that the contractor has for the thief, for the thievery, for the theft done by the contractor, by, by the workers from the balabais. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation service, educational seminars, or media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223.
To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the